Welcome back, everyone, to Beyond Sunday. My name is Kirk Arceau, and I'm the host of this podcast where we take you inside the culture of Vox Church. Each week, we will bring on a new guest and discuss different topics pertaining to life, the church, or maybe to answer some questions that you guys may have. I'm sitting here, and I'm super excited. We have Joey Silva, who is the Central Worship Director, and we also have Steph Taylor, the Regional Worship Director. Welcome, guys. Thanks for coming on our podcast. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I'm super excited to have these guys because, obviously, the worship portion of our church, Vox Church, is so exciting. If you've ever been to a service, whether it's at our New Haven location or any of the other campuses... You know, the worship team is something that brings an energy that is like nothing else. And it's a testament to, you know, you guys, you guys are are part of the central staff. So talk a little bit about how Vox music, you know, came about. How did you guys start and how did you get to the positions that you're in today? Yeah. You know, our church is, it's it's such a cool history to our Mm -hmm. church because, you know, Vox launched out of a music ministry that traveled for a decade or more. And so, you know, our church is right now about eight years old, but the music portion, like there's foundations 15, 16 years um, with Justin and Christy and the launch team like traveling. So Vox music, you know, has such a long history, which is pretty cool. And I think that's shown in the growth of our team and Mm -hmm. the expression of worship at our church. Um, But yeah, I kind of found myself <laughs> through just a, a ton of like opportunity really in God here. Mm-hmm. Um, my family knew Justin and Christy um, and the launch team when, when our church launched, um, they were kind of part of that. And so um, I've always grown up around music. My dad's a music teacher. So it was like second grade, what instrument are you going to take? Um, and, you know, it's always been a huge area or a way for me to connect with the Lord yeah. through music and through you know, my own expression, whether it be on my guitar or listening to a CD. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was, are, were you part of the original couple people who started Vox? I was around, but there, you know, actually when our church launched, I was actually living in New York City. Uh-huh. Um, and so um, that big, probably big shot. not really <laughs> found my found my way, um, you know, again, kind of through a kind of a crazy God story where yeah. uh, a guy who was really walking with me invited me to kind of be in this community was Vox even started then, actually? I, I, uh, I might have my dates mixed up, but I think right when I moved... They ba- started in 2011. Yeah, so yeah. when our when our church was launching, I was um, just moving into New Haven, okay. into a house um, full, of, uh, full of people who were kind of part <laughs> of the launch team. Yeah. Um, Steph was there, too. Yeah, I think the church had started. I think it had, yeah. Because I remember there were like five of us, and then the two of us at really the same time yeah. started leading worship. At the time, Justin was the main worship leader. Yeah which was fun. And, <laughs> and then slowly other people started integrating. So we went from like five people that were singing and playing every single week. And then Joey and I came on with a couple of others. Yeah. And so it was very slow, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, we were living in the same house, separate floors with the family in between. But <laughs> it, was, it was actually such a cool season, especially for me, again, being a musician, but not really having a ton of training yeah. um, in worship leading mm-hmm. and worship, you know, even playing part of a team. Um, I grew up, actually, I played violin for eight years, so it was very different. Are we going to see that ever? We are not ever going to see that. <laughs> Year one of our church, actually, I played violin at a yeah. service, but um, they wrapped me in Christmas lights, yeah. and I played violin, which is crazy. But yeah. um, during that like first year or two that I was kind of part of our community, yeah. I was just really, one, growing in Jesus a ton, um, and then also just kind of learning from Justin and from the team, mm-hmm. like, what does it look like to play part of, be part of a, a team, be part of a band that's like leading worship? Um, and then, you know, a few years later, like learning how to lead worship really through Steph. Yeah. Um, and like, how, how do you 
lead a team and lead worship to a, to a church. Um, so it's been a cool story, like over the past eight years of, of growing in that. That's awesome. So Steph, you started with the church. I mean, ground, yeah. ground up. Yeah. So I moved in actually with um, Matt and Kate DeSisio, which is the family that he was talking about, um, really came to them in a place in my life when I was super, super broken. Um, I, Similar to Joey, grew up in the church, mm-hmm. knew at a very young age, I wanted to be in full-time ministry, yeah. had pursued that in a lot of ways. I wouldn't say I had failed, but I was struggling to find my own. Matt and Kate, which if you know them, they are just the most warm, mm-hmm. wonderful people invited me to live with them and really discipled me. And through that, um, so that happened two years I was living with them and then they launched the church. And so I knew like the Holy Spirit was asking me to be a part of that. And so I found myself on staff right around two years. Um, but yeah, I was there at the very beginning. It was, it's kind of crazy to think that now we have a hundred and forty people on our team. Wow! And like we—that's we, that's crazy. We Think really, about that for a second. I know. A hundred and forty people. Yeah. And there were like literally seven of us. Like there were seven of us yeah. that were like every single week plowing, and like no one could get sick because then like worship would happen. <laughs> and we don't have a drummer. We don't have a drummer. We don't have you know. So um, it is very different now, but it was really cool to be a part of that. Like in the beginning. Yeah. And to see it evolve, I mean, even in time that I've been, I've only been here for about four, uh, I mean, almost four years. And to see where we were now compared to then, and I just can't even imagine starting from, you know, ground zero and working your way all the way through. I mean, we just had a huge live production. Just think about the live production in where you are now it's like all right how many musicians are we going to have what are we going to use all those pieces put together now you have options now you have this i mean it's so exciting to see let's talk about that live production what was that like for you guys to you know go up there and be like oh we're recording some of our original music and what was that like it's definitely been a dream i know of me and steph as like people working together for this Mm -hmm. um a dream to like capture what god's doing in our hearts and our team in our teams right in our church like through song, yeah. original song and original melody. Um, and so, yeah, it was a long process. We'd done some writing and recording in the past, mm-hmm. but this was the first one, you know, at least, at least in my perspective that we really owned yeah. like fully, like yeah. the sound of it, mm-hmm. the lyrics of it, even the, the down to like the planning of that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, our heart really is to not like record songs that are really cool um, right. or record songs that really mean something to me but really songs that capture our church. Yeah. What is our church like? And so to do that live, to, to have room mics all over the place and capture the sound of our yeah. church yeah. Um, is like what moves me the most for sure. Yeah. I think for me, it gave me a picture into even the future. You mm-hmm. know, um, I look at that night as like a seed of like what's to come. Yeah. And I think like with songwriting and just with creating in general, a lot of times you create something and you get really excited about it of like, this is my baby. This is the thing that we created and we want to hold it tightly. Um, but I know that this is the foundation for what God wants to do really over the next like decades ahead of us. And so hearing our church sing, Mm -hmm. I was like, I really believe that there's more. Um, and I don't mean that in a prideful way. I mean that in a confidence, not even in ourselves, but in just what the Lord is doing in our church and in our, our community. Mm -hmm. And so for me, yeah, it was a fulfillment of a dream, but also like, like really the hope for the future of like what God has specifically in our community of, of worship leaders, songwriters and musicians. Yeah. 
So that's so cool. So even pulling it off too, was yeah. like wild. Yeah. Like, I like mean, a I, big deep breath. And there was, there was like a really cool moment before the recording where our worship team, our production team, our camera team, um, a bunch of different teams kind of gathered in the front of college street where it was happening just to pray. Yeah, there must've been, I mean, what, 60, 60 people. Yeah. Then? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. And it was just like, just a testament to like one, there's a lot of work on the back end yeah. of this, yeah. like of all the different ins and outs of building tracks and rehearsals and planning for camera shots. Mm-hmm. Um, but really like what, what it was able to do is to capture like what God was doing in our yeah. church, which is very cool. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, just that night was so powerful and everything about it was, and it seemed like it ran very smoothly. Yes. I mean, it, it really did. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So are we expecting another, another night? Another for big, sure. perfect. Oh, yeah. 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 What do we have planned for that? Some songs that need to be written. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, ties in perfect to my next question. Yeah. Who is the songwriter? Uh, I mean, how do you, how do you guys go about writing, writing original music? I mean, I can't. Me personally, I have no idea what it's like to write music. Do you start with the, you know, with the chords? Do you start with the lyrics? Yeah. I mean, how do you guys go about writing music? I think it's different for, for everybody. each person. Yeah. Um, I do, you know, in terms of our community, you know, we really have a heart to, to articulate what God's doing in our church. Mm-hmm. And it really starts with us. Yeah. You know, if right. I'm not growing in Jesus and I'm not like, you know, learning what he's doing in my own heart, I can't really articulate that yeah. in a song. Right. And so um, it is something that we really invite our whole team to. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, there is definitely, you know, a handful of us, um, you know, kind of, it is a little bit of an intimate process too, to share songs. I remember the very first time we were at this house by the shore in New Haven and I like picked up my guitar to like share the first song like, with Justin and Chrissy yeah. and stuff, people who I know love me deeply. And I was so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in terms of the process, I know for me at least, it really helps for me to like go away and like write a little bit, have an idea by myself a yeah. little bit. And then, with the help of a few other people, um, like finish it and craft it. And and I think there's power in like co-writing, especially in in terms of like what, what we want to do with worship music. Yeah. Cause I don't want a song to just be my story. And that we experienced this with that song father where like I had a picture of God as father that he'd shown me over the past, you know, nine years Mm -hmm. and then mixed with what the Lord has done in Stephanie's heart. Like together, that allows even more people to receive from that song. You know. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that song specifically. Uh, out of a lot of songs, I mean, it's such a great song, but I know there was a huge process in, into yep. what it took to yeah. write that song. I mean, give us a little insight about how you guys put that together. Yeah. So that was like a four-year process, I want to yeah. say, and it honestly started. Um, so we had done at this point several like weekends away where we were intentionally songwriting and we had planned this one and we were actually, I don't know if you remember this, we had gotten nowhere. (laughs) So we had been breaking up into different groups. And I think like at this, at this time in our church, um, we were understaffed and we were all wearing tons of hats. And so, um, we were a little maxed, but we really wanted to be faithful to songwriting because we all believe in it. And, um, and so I remember somehow Joey and I ended up paired together. And so for me, the birth of father was like four years ago, even though for Joey, it had been even before that because he had just been singing this line. We were like at a, a small group yeah. Yeah. At, the, at Matt and Kate's house, actually. Yeah. Um, it starts with them. Yeah, and it always starts with <laughs> shout them. Out to yeah. Shout out to the decisions. Yeah, I know. But I was just like, you know, randomly singing, like, come on, like our community group, like just sing your own heart. And I, I sang out like your father doesn't hold back your yeah. love from me. No, it was you don't hold back from us. From us, yeah. And I remember that I heard that, and it was like, and this doesn't happen to me often, but I I remember like in that moment when he sang that, like my my heart was like 
ripped. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to write about this because my own process of learning what God as father was had been something that was really shaping the way that I operate as a human being. Yeah. And so um, we started on this journey. So it, nothing really happened that day. And I I remember either texting you or reaching out saying, hey, do you mind if I work on this song? Mm. And so separately for like a year, we were like writing different verses that all got scratched, <laughs> writing different bridges that all got <laughs> scratched. And the only thing that stuck was that like, you're a father that doesn't hold back from us. And it stayed that way for like two years. And then I don't even remember when, but it was like slowly we started like separately, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think there was only a couple of times we were in the same room, just like shooting back ideas. Yeah. Um, but I'm so thankful that that song took so long and we didn't settle because I feel like at least for me and I, I I mean, I would assume for you too, like singing that song now, I feel like it says what it needs to, to connect with so many different yeah, like yeah. hearts. And mm -hmm. even like, I remember being frustrated of like, I just want to sing this song. Um, and then about a year ago when we were in yeah. with, with Justin and yeah. ran, we were, um, we had like another songwriting day and Justin and, and like, this song was actually really important to Justin as well, just because this whole idea of God as father really shapes who we are as believers. Mm -hmm. And, um, if you understand, right, that you are known and you are loved by not just a God who put everything together, but also as a father mm -hmm. who looks at you like with compassion and love that changes everything. Yeah. And so I think for him, like this was important for our church. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I remember we spent a ton of time working on it. And then that weekend we finished it. Yeah. And, um, I remember Justin and Rand just like pushing for like, like other parts of the song that weren't there, like a yeah. better bridge and a better pre-chorus. Um, and I feel like they kind of put the, they helped put the cherry, push us and put the cherry on top yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, know. that's, that's awesome. And just think about, you have people around you that are going to push you, yeah. you know, it would not just settle on something. I mean, they, yeah. but create a masterpiece and that's exactly yeah. what that song yeah. is. I mean, it's, it's yeah. awesome. It's powerful. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely powerful. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the culture of Vox music. It's, you know, when you walk into our church and it's, especially if you're not familiar with the style of church, I mean, it is a little overwhelming. Let's talk about, you know, why the big production, you know, why mm. the lights, why, you know, yeah. the, the great sound system. I yeah. mean, it, it feels like you're at a concert, but I want to hear it from you guys. You know, yeah. why is it that you want to bring that style of feel to, you know, yeah. our members? You know, uh, I think it even even more than Vox Music, even as a church, mm -hmm. you know, we, our church, I think the first service was at Toad's Place, which is like yeah. this historic, <laughs> like legendary, like bar yeah. slash venue in New yeah. Haven. Um, and the mission of our church has always been to, to yeah. like reach people who have, don't, don't know the gospel. Yeah. Um, and so we definitely utilize some, in, in some perspectives, probably unorthodox, you know, lights and louder sounds mm -hmm. and bigger, like almost like concert venue type place. Yeah. Um, really with the heart to draw people, yep. you know, and who might not walk into, you know, uh, what you think of church. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and then I think also mixed with that as a music community, like we want to bring our best before God, you yeah. know what I mean? Instead we're just talking about this and, and we want to be as creative as we can be yeah. really for his glory. And mm -hmm. so utilizing different sounds and different instruments and yeah. different ways of even like creating moments um, in, in, 
and allowing people to experience the presence of God. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's quite the production. I mean, to see everything go up and see it go down and, you know, and to have the ability to impact people. I mean, yeah. you like I said, when we started the podcast, it is powerful. When you walk through those doors, and I walk in late every once in a while, but I mean, when you walk in and it's actually going on, you know, you just walk into the presence and you're like, wow, this is, this is unbelievable. You can just close your eyes and just get yeah. lost in the yeah. music, which yeah. is something, you know, you don't, you can't hear the people next to you singing which is great yeah. you know um and it's just it's so powerful mm. do you guys have any anything that you have in the hopper that like hey you know guess what this is what's coming i mean do you have anything uh i mean i know you have some big productions coming up but... totally like our church is always growing yeah. you know right. um and we are we're a church of one church in many locations mm. and so the one of the big things in the, the hopper <laughs> is um just like to continue to, to grow together and to train leaders. Yeah. You know, we have a huge heart to to train people for like effective ministry. Mm -hmm. Right. And so not to sing really, really well. Yeah. That's part of it, but right. that's not the end goal. You know, not I, to play. I have a shot. Yeah. I have a shot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Do you want to audition right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't tempt me. I, will. I know. <laughs> we'll have it right here. Um, no, but like, you know, we want to really like raise up leaders, yeah. you know, and we definitely, it's definitely happening. You know, mm -hmm. we were like looking through our worship leader list a yeah. few days ago, or I was, and we were talking about it and it was like 17, 18, 19. Yeah, Are you great. serious? Yeah. Um, but definitely like what's next for, for us in that area yeah. of growth. And, and along the same lines, um, you know, how do you start a worship team? Cause I know campuses, you know, they're going up I'm pretty quick. Vox is growing at an mm. exponential rate. Um, how do you yeah. start an entire worship team? Yeah. Well, going back to the other question okay. before we go to yeah. that one, um, I think with this idea of training and equipping, um, like Joey said, like it's happening for sure. Mm -hmm. And it has to happen because to start worship teams, you need to train. So yeah. they really do go hand in hand. But I think like even what's next. So when I think about what's next, I'm thinking like not just two years down the road, but like what's going to happen in five or 10 or 15. And like in my guts and in my heart, like I see even like more formalized because right now it's very grassroots. It's mostly Joey and me, which is great. Um, but like the ones that are being trained now, like uh, like in my heart is to see those guys turning around mm -hmm. and now they're training yeah. and they're equipping and really seeing like an army of worship leaders um, and musicians um, who like their role is mm -hmm. to support and to bring others in and you know, and maybe it's more formalized. I don't know. Like maybe there's a school or an internship, but I see that for our community because that would, that's, that would be amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think that's going to help inform these launches because, um, you know, when you start a whole worship team, like let's take our next one, for instance, when you launch a worship team, you're really pulling from other campuses, mm -hmm. right? And um, you're asking them to make a commitment for a little bit of time so that they can go in and they can set DNA and they can set culture um, so that people from that area, like New Britain, are going to walk into something that feels a little established, yeah. even though like you really are starting from ground zero. And so um, we understand that in order to see that happen and in order to see like the next two, three, four or five launches, those two things are really interconnected yeah. um, because other campuses are going to support that new campus. Mm -hmm. um, and there's other things that go into it, but it really, we need the support of other campuses for these newer campuses. I don't know if that's there. And I think in addition to all of that mm -hmm. is like just the power of prayer. Yeah. I, like I've for watched sure. it for like years now. Like we don't have a drummer. Like we need to pray for a drummer. There was a season where at a New Haven campus, we had one drummer wow. and like, we kind of have a hard and fast rule with volunteers that no one serves every week. You know, we right. want people to be able just to go to church. Yeah. Um, 
And so I remember praying and like within, you know, a few months we had like five drummers. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> yeah, like even, great. even with the launch of a campus, yeah. uh, we're asking our teams, you know, in the campuses nearby, like pray, like if this is something for, for yeah. you. Um, and then for, on our end, like God, like bring, you know, yeah. bring the laborers, mm -hmm. you know, for yeah. what's going on. And God provides every single yeah. time. Like, yeah. you know, I look back in the history of our eight years, there's never been a Sunday that we've been without a drummer, you know? And so it, it might be thin. <laughs> We're going acoustic this week. <laughs> well, you know, I think back even to Hartford. So Hartford in 2016, when we launched that, I remember there were weeks that we, it was just me, a drummer and a bass player. So mm -hmm. there's three people. And like, again, through prayer and just through just the slow building, because it does take time. Yeah. We have like, what, 26 people on that team now. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Lord provides and it's, you know, it's slow, healthy growth. And mm -hmm. we try not to do it at the expense of people, right? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we want people to be healthy and really to protect their relationship with the Lord way above and, and their relationship with their friends and family way above what they're putting out yeah. um, on a Sunday morning. So say for instance i was looking to you know sign up and be yeah. a worship leader how would i go about you know auditioning yeah. or you know how do i get involved in vox music there's a bunch of ways um you know whenever you go to church you can always check off that box mm -hmm. um for for vox music we do have um, an audition process because we want people to be able to have an opportunity to serve in all different areas and with music there is an element of like a specific type of skill involved mm -hmm. um we definitely want to come alongside people to help them grow but there is an initial um, audition. It's not American Idol. You know, there's no, it's like, we really like, it's should not, I send in my tape? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after that step, it's, you know, if this is a good fit and we feel like this is, you know, something I would say also like, you know, we're, we're looking for people who are committed to our church. Yeah. Um, because that's a, a huge piece of who we are is yeah. again, like committed to the local church, our local church. Um, but then after that, you know, it just begins with serving, you know, and um, we never, we never like bring on a worship leader. We bring on, you know, a musician yeah. or a singer who, wants to grow with us, you know, and then, yeah. you know, it's just serving. And, you know, for me, I know for my, my story was I played guitar and sang background for a year and a half and stuffed envelopes for a year and a half. And yeah. we're not, there's no timeline, you know, anymore. There's yeah. no like limits, but we're looking for people who are like open and, yeah. and wanting to grow. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's, it's a grow from within type of thing. Yeah. 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 It was the same for me for the first year ish. I came to church mm -hmm. and I served as an usher and is that what we call them? I actually have no idea. <laughs> I served as an usher, a greeter, um, and just showed up, mm -hmm. you know, because I knew that God had called me um, and I was committed to do whatever it took to just be a part of what God was doing. And then slowly I was integrated and I played keys and sang back up. And then after that was when I started leading songs. Yeah. And so um, we try to move slow, not because we want to make it difficult, but we want we want to preserve people, yeah. you know, and so... Um, and like anything, anything creative, you know, what you can produce or create often like becomes quickly attached to your identity yeah. and Correct. like yeah. above everything we want, we want to be like identify mm -hmm. as like children of God, as like right. followers of Jesus. Yeah. And so yeah. we do go slow for that reason. Um, and, and I think that's the whole culture behind Vox. Yeah. You know, we're just God's children trying to do the best that we can, right. you know, yeah. to reach people. Yeah. Right. And, exactly. And it definitely shows. And yeah. lastly, yeah. What? does Vox music look like in, in 10, 15 years? What do you guys, I mean, what's the goal and the long-term goal? I think to start, and we've already said this a few times, but like our music ministry is so committed to what God's doing at our church. Yeah. And so like, we don't want to be a separate ministry, but we right. really want to be like knit into what he's doing mm -hmm. within Vox as our church community. So, you know, 
we want to support and like engage mm-hmm. with that. And so we don't really fully know what that looks like, but it definitely looks like, you know, reaching New England <laughs> for the gospel. Yeah. And that looks like planting mm-hmm. churches, which means training, like we've talked right. about. Um, I know for me, and definitely for stuff too, we have a, a huge heart to create. Yep. And like, mm-hmm. look at what we were saying yeah. about like articulating what God's doing in me mm-hmm. and in our team and in our church through melody and through through lyric. And so mm-hmm. yeah. um, I love this idea of like pursuing creative things yeah. um, and just doing it maybe at a faster pace yeah. um, as we've grown, you know, being able yeah. to do that more. Yeah. So uh, about two or three years ago, we had an all worship team gathering, which was like 40 people at the time. <laughs> And which is crazy. And Justin was speaking to our team and he made this comment. He was, he was sharing vision and he said, I really believe that each one of you in this room are called to sing new England back to health. And I remember like jotting that down and I've just been ruminating and thinking about that for years. And I really believe that that's true. And I believe that, um, just going along with that creative piece of like getting to a place where we really truly are writing songs within our community so that on Sunday morning we're singing what's come right from our community. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really believe, and again, I don't mean this like in a, in a prideful way or presumptuous way, but I really trust the Lord. I really believe that that is going to spread to, to other churches and other communities um, because I really believe that God has entrusted us um, humbly like we need him uh to create songs that are going to be sung that are really going to like shake this region um and music has such a power to do that i've seen in my own life how you know other bigger artists or not bigger artists like have like their music has been instrumental and moving my heart closer to god and i really believe that as a community in 5 10 15 years we're going to see just a bigger culture Mm -hmm. of originals being sung both here and beyond so yeah, so, yeah. Well, amen to that yeah it's great well i appreciate you guys coming today thank yeah. you for being on our beyond sunday podcast yes. and uh, i look forward to the things to come from you guys yeah, thank you yeah, Kurt. yeah. thanks awesome. great. <laughs>